0: Do you want a little help?
1: Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it.
0: All right. It's over.
1: Baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred over here to bring you another episode of Being a Blurred with Skip.88. We got a very special special guest in the building. This is the home team right here, my homeboy, my my college brother right here, even though he chose the wrong ferret. But this is my homeboy. I'm going to let him introduce himself the way he want to be introduced. I think he's going to get me back from that joke. But <laughs> we're going to let him introduce the way he want to be introduced, and we're going to head ahead take it away. Good service all on you. Let the good people know who you are.
2: All right. I appreciate it, brother. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Kohlberg. I'm a variety streamer uh, on Twitch. I'm also a talk show host. I have a talk show that I typically uh, host on Sundays. It's called Who's Next? Uh, spelled like NXT because uh, with my channel, my channel has a wrestling inspiration. Uh, so I pride myself on, you know, keeping my my wrestling references, you know, in my back pocket, so to speak. All so, right. who's next is basically my way of interviewing uh, content creators that I feel like are the next up or, you know, content creators that everybody should be watching. So, um, yeah, man, we play a lot of games, play a lot of Smash Bros. Uh, we've been playing some Cuphead lately. I know about your love-hate, well, sorry, your hate, hate you? relationship with Cuphead. <laughs> he
1: did even have to bring that up. But go ahead, continue. I don't
2: know why so he said that. So, we back that. on Cuphead. I, I already beat it uh, on Xbox, but I I have, a like, a two-console setup where it's easy for me to switch between my Nintendo Switch and my PlayStation 5. So the Xbox kind of got the, you know, short end of the stick there. So I'm not going to, you know, be doing a lot of Xbox gaming going forward. So I, I reinstalled it or I installed Cuphead on my PlayStation so that I can play it and beat it there before the DLC drops. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, there it is. So I don't know why. You start off this whole show so bad. You said Cuphead. Goddamn, Colbert. Why did you say Cuphead <laughs> out of all? Guys? You could have said... Cuphead. cuphead is right up
2: there with Hades. Hades is probably my favorite game of all time. Have you ever played Hades? It's, it's, it's so a, good. Is it similar like Cuphead? No, I wouldn't say that. Um, it's an indie game, so it's made by you know, an independent uh, developer. But I wouldn't say it's like Cuphead. Okay. But... I, I guess the art style and the music gives me that same cuphead feel. Like I, I love Cuphead's art. I love Cuphead's music, but nah, True. they're they're nothing like
1: True. And you know, last time I heard t- somebody told me to play something, it was Cuphead. And I definitely can't do that again. Uh, no, no sir. Thank you, the, thank you for the Thank you for the thank you for the game recommendation, but I'm a I'm a pass on that. And the, and it's called Hades?
2: Yeah, it's called Hades. Call Hades. It's
1: really, really dope. Why? Why I'm gonna play something that's that's, that's the name for hell? No, I'm not gonna <laughs> play that. Heck, 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 no. Well,
2: I mean, to be fair, you're trying to escape hell, so I mean, <laughs> is that even different from real life?
1: <laughs> Damn, you made a good point. That that was deep. That was really deep. That was that was, but man. <laughs> Y'all see this brother right here. He's awesome. He already told us what he doing. He's saying, man. So I'm just happy to have him on, bro. You know, D9 Love, you know, he's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And, you know, he pledged that mile. uh, Shout out to GK, the home team. And I pledged that mile Sigma chapter. So, you know, it's D9 Love over here. So Greeks are geeks as well, if you didn't know. Big fact. <laughs> so, man, we're going to kick off this thing like this. Um, I always ask the people I'm interviewing this question because everybody liked this question, so I'm not going to fail my people. So my question is going to be to you, Coburn. Mm-hmm. What makes you a Blur? So for me,
2: I got to I gotta kind of take the, the definition from my good friend, uh, Mr. Okami. Uh, just being a Blur is that dope intersection between being black and being a nerd like i love all things video games um i'm getting more into anime like i watched anime growing up but i really didn't have a lot of access mm-hmm. uh to anime so i've been catching up on a lot of anime uh shout out to blue satire i've been watching a lot of uh I mean, i've been reading a lot of manga here lately like my heroes Vigilantes, mm-hmm. as well as my hero Dammy. i've been reading a lot of that uh so yeah just that, just my my love for geek culture, and also by being black by definition, uh, that's what makes me a blur. <laughs>
1: okay, cool, cool, man. Thank you for that. And you know, you know, we're gonna see because you know he's he's real a high yellow man, light skin, and, and other tense. But you know, he's still a blur. <laughs> so, and a follow up question to that: What do you think, and how do you feel about the word and term "blurred"? Well, uh, it, it to be fair,
2: I understand the need to have our own space, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't just necessarily put myself in that box specifically.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, like, I do consider myself a blur, but as far as just calling myself that, I typically don't, but I do understand the importance of having our own space separate from just overall nerddom, you know? Uh, but... It's just sometimes when people of the lighter end of the color spectrum refer to me as blurred, I feel as if they're trying to put me in this box to say, oh, you're not a nerd because you're black. So you're you're just a blur, you know, kind of like that, because I've had someone kind of do that. Um, not necessarily maliciously, but it's just the way that it came off. I was like, mm change that uh just <laughs> just say you know i'm a content creator or whatever you don't necessarily have to call me a blur you know what i'm saying right so i kind of feel like you know it kind of felt weaponized but in a sense not really because i kind of know the person but it's just the way they use it kind of rubbed me the wrong way so i appreciate you know blur culture and all that but it's just nothing that i just consider myself as you know
1: okay i can understand that and you know and you like you said, the first thing you said, you understand it, why this culture and that word was needed for what's going right. on. And, right. and the way you was talking, I'm assuming the person that you know was saying it like a white person would kind of say the N word. Right. It, it, mm,
2: not necessarily there, but kind of like, not, okay, it kind of felt like not hard E-R-R.
0: Uh huh. But
2: hey, <laughs> so it's kind of like they were trying to, you know, belong in a sense. Not necessarily belong, not saying they don't, but trying to, it, it just felt as if they got too comfortable for me, honestly. uh Because they were trying to create a shout out in their channel for me, and I appreciate that. Uh-huh. You know, thank you for giving me my own personalized shout out. Thank you. I appreciate it. But for you to say, He's a blur, da 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 da. You never heard me call myself a blur. You never heard me associate with blurred. mean, it's like you assumed that that was okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not that it's bad. I appreciate blurred blur culture, but you never heard me say that. You never heard me say, I'm a blurred. So why are you calling me that? It's like, they, it just kind of felt like they were a little bit too comfortable for me. So I asked them to change it.
1: I get, mm, okay. I got what you're saying. I got what you're coming from. I got it. I got it. But, you know, and it's, and it's kind of sad to say, in the sense that we had to make our own space in nerd culture because we couldn't be right. we couldn't right. be accepted in it because of our skin color, which right. is bullshit. Because like, bro, it doesn't right. it doesn't matter if you white, black, yellow, green, whatever. Nerd culture mm-hmm. is nerd culture, and we love everything about this. Right. So why does right. so why does my skin my skin color bother you so much? Right, right. And that's. I mean, it's. Uh, it, it, I, it's a. It's a double-edged sword. I kind of. It, it really right, is. Right.
2: like Like I said, I, I appreciate having this specialized space because it's kind of hard for us to make our own way mm-hmm. when it comes to things like this, uh, especially in the content creation world. Mm. Um, so I, I appreciate that space for us to come together and help push each other. So I appreciate you know people like you that are continuing to help you know put other black creators, black cosplayers, you know, put them over as best you can. Um, you know, I appreciate that, but at the same, in the same breath, it's like, you know, you calling me a blurt, we here. Right. Somebody else calling me a blurt it's kind of like, you know, my earlier reference to the Hardy Yard
1: and the all day, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you on that. So, and, right. so, and speaking of black content creators, um, Again, yeah. let people know what kind right. of content you you do on, on your channel and everything. Okay. So, for me, uh, like I said, I'm a variety
2: uh, streamer on Twitch at Colberg 9 You can check me out. I'm usually live every day until I don't feel like it. Uh, <laughs> the only night that's guaranteed is Wednesday. I usually stream uh, something family-friendly around 6 p.m. Central Standard Time with my son. Um the only other thing will be the talk show on Sunday with uh, Who's Next. I got a talk show this coming Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's actually going to be a really fun show. Okay. Um, here lately, I've gotten this idea from a friend of mine. Uh, King Mike did Uh It is called the, the Royal Rumble Giveaway Challenge, I guess you could say. Okay. I don't know. I don't have an official name for it, but we just do giveaways by means of uh, Royal Rumbles on WWE 2K19 because 2K20 is trash. But, (laughs) (laughs) so what I do is I open the giveaway queue on Twitch and the first 10 people to enter, uh, I put them in a Royal Rumble match that's completely controlled by the CPU. So my viewers don't need to own the game. They don't need to know how to play. They can actually sit back and win either merch or uh, loyalty points in my channel which is called gold
1: Okay.
2: Uh, and if at any point you have more gold than me, I buy you a free game of your choice. So we've had like five seasons of that uh, with five different winners so far and I bought, you know, bought them all whatever game they asked me to buy, I copped it for them or whatever uh, so yeah, uh, it's been really, really fun. It's really been increasing the community engagement in my channel because I'm calling the matches as if I'm a WWE announcer. So you know people are showing up Getting into these matches, I've been keeping records okay. of all the winners. Um, so it's been really, really fun. You know, people have been really taking pride in being, you know, the champion for the channel. Uh, whether that be just for a match or you know just for the night, like people have really been gravitating to it and enjoying it. So it's been fun. It's been fun.
1: And you know, and this interest. So hey, no. So you a bit, you a big wrestling fan, and it's it's cool mm-hmm. that you put, you try, you know, you put it together so well yeah. on your channel. So. <laughs> so basically you say you get the people that enter and you put them in a Roy Rumble match and the CPU's is playing as their mm-hmm. character. So, right. So, so explain that process. Like how, how does it like, do you like make the match? Like start now. And then when you wait back up tomorrow, you find out who the winner and how does that work?
2: Okay. So we do all the matches live on screen. Okay. So say I will open the queue. The first 10 people to enter the queue will be the 10 people that will be in the match. So whoever enters the queue first comes out at number 10, which means they have the best chance of winning. Whoever enters the queue last or the 10th person to enter the queue comes out first.
1: Mm. So of course,
2: one and two start the match just like your traditional Royal Rumble. So say for instance, you come in at number one, I come in at number two. I'll say, okay, coming in at number one, here's Skip. And coming in at number two, here's Kohlberg. Kohlberg hits Skip with a clothesline. Like I call the matches by your name so you'll know exactly who you are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. So we watch the whole match play out on stream. And whoever wins that match is the champion for the for that match. And then we do another match, we'll do another. We'll put the championship on the line. Or we'll say, okay, this match is for merch. Whoever wins this match wins merch. So anytime I
1: do any kind of giveaway in my stream now, I try to make it wrestling related. Okay. That's – and – Well, that that sounds legit. I think I want to enter even though I might lose. But still, that sounds legit. I like
2: that. (laughs) So, I mean, it's still still in the same vein of giveaways because it's still, you know, RNG. It's still random who wins. Nobody's controlling anybody, even though a lot of times my people, shout out to Vash, get real passionate about (laughs) winning and losing in these matches that they can't control. (laughs) But it's always really, really fun. I actually enjoy seeing that, you know, because I try to call the matches to make people feel as if, they do have something to lose, that they do have a lot on the line. Like, oh, Bash is out at number 10. Can he prevail? Can he come out on top? You know, I'm trying to invoke that 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 emotion in these matches to make people feel like I got to win. Like, I got to win. You know what I'm saying? So it's been real fun. It's been real fun. Uh, the community loves it. It's actually uh, produced some growth for me because I've had people show up because they know we're doing Royal Rumble matches tonight. I can't miss it. Oh, I'm the champion. I got to show up to the stream. So it actually encourages people to show up because now they feel like they have something to lose or something to win.
1: Boy, that sounds like a whole episode of Raw or SmackDown in itself. That's that's legit. (laughs) That's
2: how we treat it. That's exactly how we treat it. Like Last year, uh, this was actually before we started doing the Royal Rumble. Uh, I threw a a whole wrestling pay-per-view called Twitch Mania. We got shirts made. We did promos on each other uh, on TikTok. Like, I I would do a TikTok talking shit to Chill. Chill would do a TikTok talking shit to Blue. Blue would do one talking shit to Bash. And we actually played those matches, even though 2K19 <laughs> service was on some, some shit that day. <laughs> we actually played all those matches out. One of the matches we even made, uh, it was me. Uh, you may remember Carl Billingsley? Yeah. You remember Carl? He played baseball?
1: Yeah, I remember Carl.
2: Okay. So me, Carl, and Chill had a triple threat match in the Hell in the Cell. And the loser uh, had to take the hot chip challenge. Um, but uh, the Vitality. hot chip was out of production at the time. So Chill, who ended up being the loser, uh, had to do a little nitro gummy bear. And he hates it to this day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man, that sounds legit. Hey, if y'all not follow him on Twitch, y'all need to follow right now. Y'all already heard what he do. So I I advise y'all to go to his Twitch page and and enter it.
2: Come through. through, We would love to have you, man. The main roster, that's what I call my community. We would love to have you join us and participate in some of our matches. Like I said, the, the best thing about them, you don't have to own the game. You don't have to know how to play. The only thing you would need to do is come in, type in the command for the giveaway. We'll get you added to the queue. And you can win some gold. You can win some channel point gold. You can win some merch. I got some dope merch that's just dropped. Um, I got some dope merch coming too, because hey. on top of that, uh, my community, well, I have a shared community uh, with Blue Santana. Blue Santana has a My Hero Academia uh, focus on his channel. So he has the Blue A Academy. Okay. Uh, I have the main roster with my wrestling focus. And together we are the main academy. So, you know, as the main academy, we, we, do a lot of different things or whatever, but uh with Who's Next, we are also creating what I like to call the main Academy Extended Universe. So I have a character uh that represents me on my channel. Blue has a character that represents him. Shield has a character. Like, we all have these different characters, and they've all been guests on my talk show. So I've been doing a lot of merch where it's my character versus, say, Vash. Vash and Stampede, he has a character that's designed just like, you know, Vash from Trigun. So um, my character versus Bash's character, and I'm doing shirts to commemorate all those episodes that I've had with my friends. And we're probably going to do a lot more with it because we're seeing how well the response has been for these characters and how much people have been liking the merch and all that. Like, we may even take it a step further and do something like comic-related or something manga-related with our characters, you know, really kind of flesh it out. So it's been really fun uh, creating those characters. And shout-out to Rep. Lisa, my artist. She's really, really dope. Uh, currently, she's working on the shirt with me and All Hell. Chill, Chill has a like a black Sephiroth character with dreads. It's it's, it's so cool. Uh, she sent me the sketch for it last night, so that shirt is actually going to drop uh, in February. So we'll be looking forward to that.
1: Okay, awesome. And you know, and speaking of wrestling and video gaming, how how were you, how was you first introduced into the gaming world? Like, what was that system or that game that kind of caught your attention?
2: So. For me, uh, one Christmas morning, I opened a gift and it was a Nintendo Entertainment System. Hey. I had really no, well, so prior to that, I did have like a brief introduction to video games. My cousin had actually gotten one um, and she was playing Mario Bros. And just got tired of playing and she handed me the controller because she was like, here, you can, you can finish. So she gave it to me, but my younger cousin, who was impatient, snatched the controller from my hand. <laughs> so I punched him in the face. <laughs> because she gave the controller to me. It was my turn. It wasn't his turn. <laughs> him. So I punched him in the face. Oh so my, my parents were, I, I kind of told them that I wanted a video game, but they was like, mm, we're not going to buy you that if it's going to make you act the way you acted today. You know, we're not going to get So I, I never really thought I was going get one, so I kind of gave up that hope. But uh, thankfully, my parents were kind enough okay. to get me an Nintendo the, Entertainment System. So the first game I've ever played was uh, Super Mario Bros. The original with the double pack that had Duck Hunt. Uh, if you were 80s, 80, 80, maybe you pre- pretty much know about the Mario Duck Hunt combo. Uh, so that was my first game, and sh- the rest is history for real. I've been I've been gaming since that day.
1: Okay, hey, you know what? I just I was this years old when I found out that the Duck Hunt game. The the first controller was the gun. Everybody know that, but I did not. I did not know this until now. The second controller was to control the ducks. Really? I, I had no. I had I no clue. Somebody told me that. Said, so you telling me the whole time the second controller was for you to control the ducks? That's like, yeah, you didn't know that. I like no. Damn, <laughs> I did not know that.
2: Thank you. Now. I had no idea. That makes sense though. So you can actually play with a second person. They would just be the
1: duck. <laughs> I had no idea. But gr- no idea. But growing up as a kid, you didn't know it's kind of like, okay, so this right. so is a run player game, so we good, right? All right, bet. I'm going to go ahead and shoot.
2: Right, right. Just take turns with the gun. That's what we typically do. Right. Here, i the gun over to, you know, my cousin. Here, you want to play? Shoot.
1: <laughs> but can you imagine somebody controlling the second player and being the ducks? Oh, right. Well, that's that's going to be tough. That, That's right there. That that was gonna be way worse. <laughs> that was gonna be way worse than Uno. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that one. happy homes broken up after that. And and now this one. Now this question: How did you come into and have a love for wrestling? So, as far as wrestling goes, I I think I
2: was at my grandma's house. My grandma. You know, rest in peace. She lived next door to me and I would go over there a lot because uh, I grew up poor. We didn't have a lot of money. So we didn't have like a cable or a satellite for so the longest. All we had was an antenna outside that we would need to turn or you need to stand a certain way or cross your fingers or cross toes. Like you had to be kind of like in the right position to watch certain things. You watch PBS all day, every day, no problem. You didn't even have to turn the antenna for that. But if you wanted to watch Fox, you know that's where all the goats were coming on. That's where your Spider-Man and your X-Men, all that was on Fox. I had to wake up really early Saturday morning and try to turn that antenna just right, just so I can barely see X-Men and Spider-Man. So my grandma, like I said, she ended up getting uh, satellite before us. So I was over there one day, and she was watching something on USA, probably something Western, I don't know. She watched a lot of Westerns. But she was watching something on USA, and I saw a commercial um, for wrestling. And I was like, ooh, that looks interesting. So I asked her, could we watch it? And she was like, yeah, just come back, you know, whenever it comes on. So she and I watched it, and, and that's kind of how I got into wrestling, just going over my grandma's house on Mondays and watching it. I never got a chance to see the end of Raw because my dad would always make me come home by 9 o'clock, and, you know, Raw goes go off at 10. Uh-huh. So I always miss that last hour. <laughs> I had to catch it the next time. I didn't even know anything about SmackDown. So for, I was just, just watching Raw with my grandma. And, you know, it's been, you know, I'll, I've been doing it since. Ooh, it's been a while. It's been a while. So I kind of started wrestling late. I know the first set of events I remember is uh, it was a backlash pay-per-view. The Undertaker had just debuted oh. as the American Band. So this was even after the Dead Man persona that The Undertaker had. He's like my favorite wrestler. Um, but yeah, he had just came, he just debuted as the American Badass, and that's that's where I started, so a lot of my wrestling knowledge I actually went back and got like I went back and watched things and uh, you know, watched different interviews and different countdowns and different documentaries to get that, that knowledge that I have now uh, because I didn't watch all of it growing up, and then found out that my dad was a wrestling fan, didn't know because like I said, we didn't have access to watch it so he just stopped watching it and you know found out his favorite wrestler was the junkyard dog and you know uh knowing that he enjoyed it as well it, it was kind of like easy for me easy for me to keep
1: watching oh man this is awesome this is a great interview so and so you already said undertaker the american badass that's that's that was your favorite wrestler
2: well undertaker in general is my general. favorite wrestler of all time so all time he
1: and and why 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 Undertaker? Why not Stone Cold or Rock Shawn Michaels? But why why Undertaker?
2: The whole see, for me, wrestling was never about the action. It was always about the storytelling and the drama. The mm. Undertaker Kane is the best story ever told in wrestling. Because to this day, people still think Undertaker and Kane are brothers. Like to this day, these men are not even related. So, like, just that storytelling alone made Undertaker, like, one of my favorites. And then having that dead man persona and the way he was able to not feel moves by not showing any pain, not showing any emotion. Like, I enjoyed that because he, he really sold his character and made us all believe that there was something supernatural about him when we clearly knew that wasn't possible. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed Taker
1: so much. Hey, you know what? And the thing about it, because I saw a story about Undertaker. He he tells this story to this day. It was um uh, what was it? it? was a Elimination Chamber. I think he was a champ. No, was he the champion? I don't think was he the champion? I don't think he was the champion, but he came out and the pyro guy, I guess he um, messed up. And mm. he said Undertaker as a blaze. Nice. Undertaker said, bro, my ass was going through it. I said, but I couldn't. Right. I couldn't let the people see it, so I went to the ring. Right. Exactly. I said, give me some bottles of water and douse myself because he said his his um his attire was burning into his skin. Mhm. Mhm. And bro, and when like, I, you
2: can to see the redness on his chest, like you knew the burns were legit, but he sold it as if nothing was wrong. And
1: and, and at that point, I respect. I said, bro. That's a bigger man, because somebody set my ass to fire. Yeah. I was like, Holy hey, Christ. hey, fuck this whole show. What a paro got Hey, bro. Come come so holler at me and How do you feel though about the statement that some people say that we know now? But they say wrestling is not real. But, I mean, wait, 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 wait. wait. But but before <laughs> but before we knew that though, we always thought wrestling was real.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But and then, now, at that time, how did you feel when people saying wrestling was fake once we believed that it was real at the younger ages? See,
2: even then, I kind of always knew that it wasn't real, but I would always flip it to those same people like, okay, so it not being real,
0: mm-hmm. does
2: that make it less entertaining? Because these are the same people that are come to school talking about Dragon Ball Z these are the same people that are coming to school talking about their favorite movies. Like, you do realize it's essentially the same thing. Like, those actors that pretend to be fighting in those movies are doing the same thing these wrestlers do every night. It's the same thing. So how does your fake movie make my fake wrestling less entertaining? And that's how I always pitch it to them. Like, oh, you know wrestling is fake, I'm aware. But, I am aware. I am not watching it for the action. I'm and, watching it for the storytelling oh, and the drama. That's what I'm watching it for.
1: And then, because some people feel as though that you know they gonna say it because you know they see real people. Pa- they they see the real people doing these moves and everything. So I say, you know that's fake. Like, can't, can't nobody really do that. I, I know. Shut the hell up. I, I enjoy <laughs> <it>. <laughs> the, inter- the 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 content I
2: consume does not entertain you, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay, it's not supposed to. The food I eat don't make you shit. It's the same,
1: same <laughs> ah. concept. <laughs> yeah, that gets you. Hey, I swear you, y'all gotta come to the south to get some of these catchphrases. I swear we, we got the fireest catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> shit don't make a lick of sense, but I say, damn, that sounds fire. And we understand. Right. right. <laughs> a- and my next question is gonna be What what is your so we got the Undertaker? Do you have, like, any more favorite wrestlers?
2: I do, but they're more current. I like, I do enjoy, you know, your HBKs, your Rocks, your Stone Colds. That's a given. Mm-hmm. You know, I love all those guys. They, they're they great. But, like, there are certain wrestlers that tend to <clears> – <throat> how can I put this? There's certain wrestlers that I can, like, relate to a lot more. So, like, say a Keith Lee. Keith Lee is up there as my favorite current wrestler of all time. Granted, he doesn't have a contract right now. He's not wrestling anywhere right now because WWE released him and almost go to Connecticut and fought everybody in that office that day.
1: I swear to God, uh, I I hate they did him like that. I I really did. Keith
2: Lee won, and uh, the whole basket, his glory, like, easy. Easy for me to, you know, gravitate to. And Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is also one of my favorites. She's Really dope. Love Bianca Belair to death.
1: Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From her. Okay, I ain't gonna get in trouble because I want her boyfriend to jump me. But yeah, shout out to Bianca Belair. <laughs> but uh, and <laughs> you know, go ahead, go ahead. I to cut you What you to say? No, no. I'll just, I'll just basking in Bianca's glory. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be basking in more, but uh, so I'm gonna call <laughs> <laughs> I say, bro, I heard you. Th- no, nah, it, it's I don't want no smoke, but <laughs> I don't understand because at the time, you know, Keith Lee, when he came, he made a name for himself, I don't care what nobody said, mm-hmm. but. It was rumors saying that Vince didn't like his character, so I was like, "Bro, what it? What am? What am I not seeing as a as a talent angel? Because I say this dude got everything. He you know he's a big dude and he could do moves like Rey Mysterio. So what am I missing? Right. And people, the crowd loves him. Inter- the the name, the interest, music, everything. So everything works, bro. So what? What, what did? Works. So what did I See, miss?
2: The thing with Keith
1: Lee and
2: Vince Vince doesn't really like the less muscular guys. Okay. Like Vince's ideal champion or those, you know, your Lex Lugers, your Hulk Hogan's, your Triple H's, those guys that are just muscles on muscles on muscles on muscles. Keith Lee, you know, he looked like me. So uh having somebody that looks like that represent your company wasn't always Vince's vision. Mm. So, even though he could do all these cool things, like this man over 300 pounds, doing moonsaults, doing Spanish flies, like... Exactly. An amazing athlete, period. Still not enough for Vince to see him as, you know, uh, the champion that he should have been.
1: But, uh, so, okay, but... <laughs> uh, but, it's but it like... His stature, because he was getting there. I mean, you can't register. He was a big dude. Right. It's it's the same weight. He
2: he was a big dude, but he wasn't slouchy. Like, this man could do everything your smallest guy could do better. (laughs) He wasn't the greatest on the mic, but neither is Brock Lesnar.
1: But... (laughs) Either
2: you see what he looks like, you see what Keith Lee looks
1: like. Wait, man, either we got to put this in either Roman Reigns, he's not that good on the mic either. Roman
2: is he's gotten better since the He has, like,
1: the but it's still not and there. The,
2: the, the link up with Paul helped him a lot. Roman has gotten a lot, 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 lot better, but he was terrible at first, and they were pushing him to the moon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was awful. Awesome. It's terrible, but yeah. now every time you see him. Acknowledged me, bro.
0: What? <laughs> and, and
1: then like, and then like the cra And my favorite guy, like the newer wrestler, I'm an HBK through and through. HBK, that was my boy, the showstopper, the Mr. WrestleMania himself. Like, right, I, him. I can swear to God, I was like maybe what seven years old watching watching wrestling with my dad. I heard mm-hmm. I heard the music. I was like, oh, everything about him. He came out showing. I was like, bro. <laughs> I, 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 fuck, I fuck with Shawn Michaels This this is my right. guy and That two-chain music was legendary Granted, everybody got a
2: super kick in their arsenal now But that just lets you know how much impact he had on those guys Because so those guys that are wrestling now Grew up watching Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels just like the rest of us You know, had I gotten signed by WWE I would have had a super kick in mine as well I would have been super kicking folks all over the place and let's- Word to Shawn Michaels
1: and then, and then can't no. I don't care. Like, like you said, everybody got the super kids now, but can't nobody do a super kick like Shawn Michaels,
2: right? That, that's we turn music. Undefeated.
1: That's his trademark. And and people don't talk about this match much, but I know you know what match we're to talk about. It's the match between him and Razor Ramon, the first ladder match. Classic. Intercontinental
2: Championships on the line. There could be only one champion. Classic
1: match. Man, what? And Classic.
2: I know Chill's favorite wrestler is Razor Ramon, so I know he know. But yeah, Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels, that first ladder match ever, golden forever.
1: And to me, at that time, I, at that time, particular time, I think those, those, those were the two perfect ones that could actually sell that off. It could have been nobody else.
2: Right. Yeah. Especially during that time of ladder match. Yeah. Yes. For sure.
1: And now, and now, moving along, like the new wrestlers, like my thing. What I think who had a good character development was Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. For sure. I say, dude. Like, besides, okay, you 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 had Kane, you had the Undertaker, mm-hmm. you had Boogeyman, you had mm-hmm. the Demon, Fan Balor, Finn. but something yeah. about Bray Wyatt's character. It was so different that the Undertaker gave him praises. I was like, bro. Me too. Bray's character was
2: so good. He made you believe. Like, he really made you believe that he had this dual personality. Mm -hmm. Like, it was believable until, of course, he started having those matches. And they tried to do a little bit too much with building him to be this unstoppable force. Like, y'all building him to be this unstoppable force now who y'all gonna build up to stop him so when he finally lost to Goldberg it didn't make any sense because this man had been through so much more prior to that match with Goldberg that he should have never lost I agree. like Goldberg 50 plus years old beating Bray Wyatt that was getting beat to death by Seth Rollins and Hell in a Cell in Saudi Arabia you know like come on
1: and but it's this you know every time he came on the scene I just got goosebumps and this mm-hmm. was, and this was before the theme this was when he was like the right the, cult the leader. family leader? yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dude he came out with that with that lantern and it was this oh my god bro it's like right. besides the undertaker who else could match that but bray Wyatt that, that's,
2: <laughs> nobody because <laughs> that's been the closest we've gotten it was <laughs> to that supernatural aspect where it's still cool, where it's not corny. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't feel as if he was playing a character. It just felt like he was just bringing a character to life and it made you believe. So uh, I always got to give Bray like high praise for that. Like bringing that same character to life, bringing the cult leader character to life. Just listening to Bray speaking, how careful he was with his words. Like that is something that I admire to this day. Because even like with uh, with my Who's Next uh, talk show, I try to... So, if you follow me on Twitter, the week of the show, I always post clues as to who the next guest is going to be. I always do an entrance video for that guest, and I always try to place, like, Easter eggs um, in those videos to kind of allude to either my next guest Mm -hmm. or a guest in the future. So, trying to have that whole mindset of making things work uh work together for me has been really 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 fun like i even went back and watched a lot of my old um entrance videos and i saw the little easter eggs that i was placing there are some that people to this day still have not really picked up on like and the way bray was able to do that like he even said like there was something that he did And he was like, I actually told y'all I was going to do this. Like, if you go back and watch every wrong from this date to this date, there was a word in each of my promos that didn't fit. Take that word out. Give me that sentence. I told y'all this was going to happen. Like, just having that kind of, like, (laughs) having that kind of brain to do something like that like that was amazing for me, and I, I took some inspiration from that. And I've been trying to do, you know, little things like that, not to that scale because Bray's good, but <laughs> little things like that is what i have taken some inspiration from with my Who's Next series.
1: I swear, man, he that dude right there, I, and I hate that WWE let him let him go because that dude was a pure mastermind. Yeah, and what and what people don't realize, he thought of that character from the cult leader to the fiend. He thought of that himself. No writers or nothing. Right. That exactly. was all on him. Right, and that's why he wanted
2: that creative control, which I respect because can't nobody can be or nobody can write your character like you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you people can see it and they can think they understand your vision, but they don't. They don't. So them trying to you know, take that creative control because it was a WWE entity. I can understand, you know, falling out about that, you know, because you're not going to take my character and ruin it like you've done with so many others. Mm-hmm. Like y'all about to do with Walter, changing his name to Gunther. I was mad about that.
1: <laughs> and then also, they took Keith Lee and turned him to what, Bob Cat Lee or something like that?
2: Bearcat. Keith Bear- Bearcat. 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 Oh my God.
1: What was that?
2: I was ready to fight Vince then. <laughs>
1: Hey now now, but so speaking about WWE, how do you feel about everything that's going on with the company from Next to WWE and to the other side shows they got?
2: So like ever since the Keith Lee release, I've kind of taken a step back from watching the the oh, weekly.
1: Wait, wait, uh, uh the business bully Now uh Bray we uh, he, they should let him go. But Velveteen Dream, they had they had to let him go because yeah. they had to let him yeah. go. So yeah, it, it, granted, it was uh, I just hate what Velveteen Dream did because that was going to be a new character, but uh, they had to.
2: Yeah, I, I I understood the Dream reason because even it just didn't look good. Yeah. It didn't look good. It did He may have been innocent, but it was a really incriminating evidence <laughs> against this man. So I, I understand them trying to, at the very least, cover their own uh, asses with that. Even though <laughs> they've had people in there that have done way worse. Way worse. I mean, you got whole murderers,
1: racists, and all of
2: them. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I hate it had to
1: be yeah, paid, but I understood why. Man, I'm so now go back to your point. What you just made because I had to make oh, that clear, but I understand your business, I understand right, you. But go ahead, bro, right?
2: right. Yeah, so current state of WWE right now, I'm not the biggest fan of everything. There's some, I still have people there that I love and enjoy that I'll continue to support. Uh, but as far as watching weekly shows, like I'll sit in the Discord with the homies, we'll watch some recaps or some highlights. But like sitting through a full three hours of raw on Mondays, sitting through you know two hours of SmackDown on Fridays, I, I can't commit to that anymore. Uh, so I've been taking that time and you know focusing more on my content because like them letting Keith Lee go and Ember Moon like in the same day like that was, that was a that was a lot for me. And Plus you know it's been a lot of build up uh, for different characters that I like besides those two since then like all these releases have become more and more senseless Mm -hmm. Uh, to me um, you know you let all these people go and then you bring in Eva Marie who can't wrestle herself out of a wet paper bag like (laughs) I just didn't really (laughs) understand that you know what I'm saying like y'all saying it's budget cut but you're bringing people in that you don't even need
1: that's what you know that's what I don't understand either like uh, like you say, you cut people, but you bring in more people. You 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 cut you you cut great talent, but you go back and get no offense to these people for the name. You go back and get Goldberg. You, you go back and get um. Who else they begin? Yeah, you can put my boy on that list. Taker, he shouldn't be in now
2: another match. Exactly. <laughs> I love him no death, but he should not be in now another match. Not a now another one.
1: <laughs> and you, you know, you bring these, you bring these two, you know, older wrestlers back, but you're not even looking at the talent that you got in your roster, right? And, and then
2: go the ahead. flip side of that, too, Skip, because you got wrestlers that want to be released that they're not even using, like Lucha House Party, have been asking to be released forever. You're releasing people that we that are currently in storyline. Like, you let Tony Storm go in the middle of a feud with Charlotte Flair. Like, and you got people backstage and saying, please let me go. And all they do is come to
1: to the show every week and eat catering. (laughs) Like, that's all they do. And then you let go current, you know, champions like Braun Strowman. You let him go. I said, bro, he was a whole champion. You let him go. Right. And the thing with Braun, he was homegrown. Like, they
2: always complain about these indie guys and the way the indie guys work. Like, y'all created Braun. Like, y'all could have made him be whatever y'all wanted to be because he knows nothing else. He knows how to work the WWE formula because that's where he was born and raised. Y'all made him but that way. You like, and yeah, you got these indie guys that, that want to go, but y'all holding on to them and not you.
1: And, then, and Oh, my God. And here's the most stupidest shit I ever saw. They said they will no longer. <laughs> accept indie wrestlers but, now check this crazy shit out but they going to college athletes and recruit
2: (laughs) right (laughs) no (laughs) sense I would rather have, and and I get it they want to, you know, they want to they hate the way the indie wrestlers work because they always say how unsafe it is in comparison to the WWE way, but I would rather have somebody that has that wrestling experience at least, so it's easier to kind of teach them, I guess I guess they probably see it the other way, like it's easier to teach somebody something that doesn't know anything about it than it is to try to teach an old dog new tricks, essentially. So I, I kind of get that mindset, but at the same time, it's like I would much rather have somebody that I know can be in this sports entertainment realm uh-huh. than to just get an athlete and try to teach them to be an entertainer as well as a wrestler.
1: True. True. Um, oh, you got a you got a question? Want to answer it real quick? Sure. All right. This is from WizKid929. He asks, what's one of the greatest wrestling matches that you ever seen? Uh,
2: there's been a lot of great wrestling matches and the, and the beauty of about wrestling is it's very subjective. The greatest match ever to me today could look much different a couple weeks from now. Mm. Wrestling is super, super subjective. Mm. Uh, so for now, today, I will say the greatest wrestling match ever to me was Taker Sean 2 at WrestleMania. I would say that is the greatest wrestling match to me today. Now you can ask me the same question tomorrow and I will probably give you a different answer. But today, I will say, take a Sean too.
1: Take a Sean too. Uh, and since you know, since we on this the WrestleMania match, how did you feel when Brock Lesnar destroyed the street of the Undertaker? I wanted to call in the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: almost called in and said, I can't come to work today, I need a mental health day.
1: <laughs> My boy just <Jamal. laughs> No, no, he, no, he didn't mean, pull him in a
2: I was red, bro. I was hurt. I was, I was distraught. I was distraught. I hated it. I hated it. Like I understand it now, because Brock did go on to to have this great run that he had. But I also don't feel like uh, he needed it. Brock didn't need that. Brock could have still had the same run he had without beating Taker. Like, he could still had that same run. He's over to my charger. Hey, mama. He still had that same
1: run. Yeah, better, my mama has joined a lot. I just want to say hey to my mama, Hello. Sister Kitty. Hey, Sister Kitty. How you doing? That's my no, mama. i be on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I had to teach her everything, so she don't want to admit it. <laughs> right, right. And, I know how it is. Hey, here's my thing. And how do you feel now? I want to hear your takes on this. What do you think about AEW? So,
2: okay. The thing with AEW, AEW is great. I'm not going to take anything away from any of those guys. They are great. To me, and this is a personal opinion, which I am entitled to. Okay. To me, AEW does a great job of selling action. Great job. Mm. The storytelling for me isn't fair. And it may be a simple situation of me not being as invested in those characters as I am in say, you know, WWE characters that I've grown up with. So I think that's what makes the difference for me is because I don't have that, that history. Cause eight, cause WWE can tell a bad story and it'll have people I care about in, like, a, you know, a Randy Orton or, you know, someone else that's been there for a little while or someone else that i learned to, you know, watch and appreciate. Right. AEW just isn't there yet for me personally. Like, I enjoy watching. I love the action, but I cannot fully commit and invest that time into AEW because they don't have enough wrestlers there that I care enough about. Now, they've changed that recently. They You know, they got CM Punk. They got Daniel Bryan. They got Adam Cole. Like they got some heavy hitters over there. They do, but it's just something. I don't know. It's just something missing. It's it just feels like it's a bunch of spots sometimes, which is not bad. I enjoy the action. It's very entertaining,
1: but I, I don't. I don't get that that same. You know, I can understand, but for it, me, yeah. I, I think though AEW is doing something different. You know, WWE. They gonna push the same people over and over again, but on this thing a e w they trying to give the talent to the up and coming people that like you said, like people you never even heard of right right, and, and some of the people they got they got they got the they got the skills they got the talent but i but I see where you say the storytelling because somehow they they not making the story match their character, mhm. Now, like you said, they got heavy hitters. They got Adam Cole, Chris Chris Jericho, uh, mm-hmm. hell, even even Sting, right, right. And I, I think they're I think they're there just to just to get the full talent out of the out of the new people that are there. Oh yeah, they're definitely there
2: to elevate. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I, I understand that completely.
1: And, and so, if you if you had a choice, I mean. Like you said, it's you know they still building, they still learning. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly, I think AEW is giving a run for WWE.
2: Easily, AEW has the has the better product, hands down. Like there's no contest; they have the better product. And, it's just
1: me. <laughs> and the proof is, you know how Nick's used to come on uh, on on Wednesday nights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. AEW stopped that. They made a move to another night. Right, they couldn't compete. They couldn't they compete. They could. And
2: NXT was really, really good. It, it was. was. really good during that time. Like, they were giving AEW a run as far as what was being presented. Mm. But ratings didn't show that. <laughs> AEW was smashing NXT and ratings. Even though NXT was putting on some good stuff, but... It nah, was. they couldn't see the AEW.
1: It was. And now, was. so... We're going to move on to another section cuz we, we could talk about wrestling for days. <laughs> so now and into your you said WWE 20 k was trash?
2: Uh yeah, 2K20 was terrible. What? It was almost unplayable.
1: Why 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 was it trash?
2: It was uh really really buggy. Uh I think Yuke pulled out uh in the middle of development. So a lot of the skills that Visual Concept was doing uh was on the old Jukes uh engine. So when Jukes pulled out, it's like they kinda had to use some old models for some characters and you could tell. Like they had
1: to go back as far as uh two K twelve for some of their character models. Hey Colbert, you sounded like a robot right now. Uh, uh, let
2: me uh, let me know if you can I'm
1: you not- still Hold on everybody You know how Instagram You know how Instagram be sometimes So y'all hold on <laughs> We gonna get it right for you
0: Let me know if that's better
1: Still See it got that little Megatron effect to it I'm gonna need to leave And come back right, man, You can cause, uh, You know we, You can do that And we can work, we can work it that way Alright let me leave And come right back Alright then bet everybody y'all please don't go we're gonna fix it for y'all i promise y'all so thank y'all for tuning in and to the people that are listening right now this is your boy skip.88 here from blurred over having this awesome interview with the blurred brother cold Bird that's telling us some amazing things that he does on his channel so if y'all can y'all go check him out show him love and you know support your black content creators please because everything is not gonna shake without y'all so we need y'all to make everything come through all right, what I'm sounding like now. Good. Perfect. Perfect. We back oh, on. Good. All right, let's get it. Bit. So, yeah, 2K20,
2: like, playing through the story, like, my beard wasn't on my face for half of the cutscene. <laughs> like, my beard always kind of set off my face. There are a lot of different, like, glitches and stuff. Like, sometimes the characters will get stuck in the ropes. Um, Like, you can put your character in a submission, and it's like, like, say for instance, you put somebody in the camel, camel clutch and their arms would disappear. Or a wrestler come out, a white wrestler come out, and then they're, they're scared to be black for their answers, and then they'll be white in the ring. Like, it was a lot of, lot of terrible... Wait, what? <laughs>
1: say say that again?
2: Yeah. yeah. So, say for instance, like, with the story for 2K20, like, this is a very specific... I was, I was being general, but this is very specific. So, in the story for 2K20, you had to create a male wrestler... And a woman wrestler. Okay. So I created my son as the male wrestler and my wife the woman wrestler. So they had their career together. Okay. But anytime my wife, even though I created her to be a black character, anytime she came out for her entrance, she was like albino. Until she, like her arms would be black, but her face would be like super, super white. And then once she finally got in the ring and the match started, she'll be back to her normal color but her, it was always something weird with her hair. Like, it was always something... Right. <laughs> it was always something with those characters. It was like... <laughs> it was almost unplayable at times. Um, like, you could hit somebody with a with a finisher and try to pin them. They would get up before you got up. Like, if they kicked you out, they would get up before you got up. Like, Bruh. I just hit you with a tombstone power driver. How are you up walking around before I get up? I did the move to you, So it was, it was a mess. So we played 2K19 Ooh. until 2K22 comes out. And hopefully that'll be a better game.
1: If COVID was a game, it would be WWE <laughs> 2K20. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is terrible. Bruh, that is it was terrible.
2: And I, and I paid for the special edition so that I could play early and get all the, you know, collectible perks. Yeah, I am I was not a happy camper.
1: And, you know, for the record, I just want to know, how much did you pay for that?
2: Too much. I don't want to talk
1: about it. <laughs> Bro. Too much for for what I got out
2: of the game. Like, I was able to finally finish this, the career mode, but as far as putting the time in that I normally would, like, before COVID, you know, all the homies would come over, we'll play WWE, like, together, and I'll just wrestle each other. You know, we'll do, like, a bunch of different Elimination Chamber matches or... Um, Six-Man, Battle Royale. Okay. Like, we would do a lot of different matches. But that, for that and then they changed the controls that year, too. Like, we've had these same controls since the first two K. Really since SmackDown versus Raw. Like, the controls have pretty much been the same, give or take. They'll, like, make one little adjustment. Uh, But usually for the better. Usually for the better. Like, back in the day, there used to be a button to reverse... Grapples Mm -hmm. and a button to reverse punches. Okay. They changed that to the same button as a reversal, you know, for punches or grapples. So you didn't have to try to figure out what the person was about to do to you. So that made it a lot easier as far as competition goes. But the changes they made for 2K20, like removing, like, usually you could press Y or triangle to do your finisher. On 2K20, you had to press. Uh, X and A or square and X if you're on PlayStation. You had to press two buttons to do your finisher. And I'm like, why would you
0: it's Why
2: would you change that? Up. And they changed, I think the reversals is, they changed it to Y or triangle. So instead of it being a finisher move, it was a reversal. So trying to remember that while also dealing with all the bugs and glitches, it just wasn't worth it for me. Now they've they made some changes. They did eventually release some patches
1: that have at least made the game playable. Okay. But I'm stupid, so I can't play. Okay, okay. Man, this is awesome. So, you have another question for you as well. Okay. The Bama Blur, shout out to the Bama Blur. He asked, do you do you think Cody will go heel? Cody need to re-sign first. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He need to re-sign first <laughs>
2: before he do anything. Because uh, his contract ran out. They say he may show up in the Royal Rumble, but I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I know see. they opened that forbidden door. I know we got Mickey James coming over from uh, Impact to be in the Women's Rumble, so I, I see that they are working with other companies now. Question here, but no.
1: I would love to see Cody have
2: a heel run. I would love, but he would need to resign first.
1: Okay, okay. Now my next question: Being a black content creator, how hard <laughs> has it been for you? Well, for me, personally,
2: um, it it has its days. Okay. So I won't say that it's been especially difficult, uh, but sometimes it is a lot harder to be seen as a Black content creator than it is to be, say, a white male on Twitch, on Hover. Uh, Hover is a new app uh, for content creators where... It's kind of like TikTok, but it's for
0: gamers.
2: Okay. So I've just recently joined, and we're trying to change the face of that because it's new. It's still in the beta phase right now. So you can post your clips, and you can. Uh, they do a lot of cool things where you can visit someone's Twitch page straight from their hover. So it's kind of like social media, like your Instagram. like You can post your clip on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, but a lot of times it's going to be a lot harder to get people from Instagram or people from TikTok or people from Twitter to show up on your Twitch as whereas Hover, everybody that's on Hover is content creator. So it's a lot easier to get growth from there on paper. Okay. But like they do a lot of different contests and stuff where you could post like funny clips or clips where you failed at something or like clips where you had a clutch play or whatever. And they'll do like a like a top sixteen on their channel on Twitch where the top 16 clips, like, go head-to-head and chat votes for who they feel like the better clip is. Okay. A lot of those clips are looking the the same as far as, you know, the people they choose. You know, you'll see... I don't know if I've seen a black person yet make it to the top 16. Damn. Uh, So that's always kind of discouraging when... Or they have, like, scary clips, and shout-out to the homies only, Mac he probably has the the best clips I've ever seen as far as getting scared. <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't seen favorite. him make it to any of those top 16, and it always bothers me when I watch the the actual stream where they show the top 16, because even if you make it to the top 16, that's exposure, mm-hmm. because you had hundreds of people watching these clips, hundreds of people voted on these clips. So even if you don't win at all, that exposure is great for you because somebody could be in that chat. They could see that clip. They're like, "Wow, that was funny," or "That was great," or "That was entertaining." Who is this person? I want to go follow them. I don't see enough of us in those top six teams, and I know we're, I know we're creating quality content, but we're just not being seen, and that's the problem.
1: And in the you know sense, you know, I may blur it over just that's to, that's to show people like yourself and everything like that. What would, what would it take? Just to have some black content creators be seen on that app. What do you think would would, would it have to take? So what's happening
2: now is I'm a a member of the Ascension Alliance uh, stream team. And one of my uh, team members, his name is Terrible Gaming. um, He actually pitched an idea to them to have contests that promote black excellence or you know black content creators in general mm-hmm. and they were actually what one thing i can say about hover they were willing to listen they was like well let us know what this contest would entail and you know we can talk about it and see if we could come up with something that works well for everybody so i appreciate hover for at least taking the chance to or taking our uh, the opportunity to even listen to you know him um so I feel like that was really dope. So like I said, we're trying to promote change on this platform or on Hover because it's so new. Uh-huh. So we have that opportunity to, you know, kind of, you know, get things working in our favor. So we follow, we try to make sure we're all following each other and we're liking each other's posts, we're commenting, like we're pushing each other because the way Hover works, they have a um, a system called gravity. Okay. So the more you interact with other posts, The more your gravity goes up the higher your gravity is the more your clips get pushed on say for the for you page or whatever it's called for hover. i don't know what it's called the live feed or whatever (laughs) your clips will get pushed more Uh if your gravity is is higher and you get gravity by interacting so it's like it's really kind of on you if you're on hover interacting with posts you are liking posts you're commenting you get more gravity and the more gravity you have the easier it is for your post to be seen so we're trying to push each other in the blurred realm so to speak and try to make sure that our clips are being seen just as much as those other clips now of course the competition is steep because a lot of those white male content creators are already at the top of twitch so their communities are gonna be a lot larger Mm. than ours so it's gonna be you know it's not as hard for them to push their clips um but for us, you know, we got to like you, like you're doing here at Blurred Over. We got to do it ourselves. You know, we got to do it ourselves.
1: That is true. That is true. And speaking of that, like the community uh, for Blurred Over, for in it for all the other great people yeah. out here, like the Nerd Lounge, um, the Nerd Soul Lounge. <sighs> do you think sometimes we do too much for the community? Like, do you think some stuff is unnecessary that we do or we're not doing enough? I
2: wouldn't say we're doing too much. Mm -hmm. We can always do more to kind of help push each other because we all we got. I know that's a college, (laughs) but it's the truth. We we all we got. So it may be seen as doing too much to others, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it is. I don't think it is because uh, what you're doing here is great. I always see or meet great cosplayers, other great content creators, just from just from following your channel, not even not even interacting, not even looking for this stuff. Like it shows up on my feet all the time. I'm always seeing really, really cool cosplays and other content creators. So what you're doing is really, really dope. Uh, and I don't think it, I wouldn't call it too much. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say it's doing too much. Now, we could, you know, support each other a little bit more. Uh, that, that's always a plus. Like, it's always a lot tougher for me uh, personally to get my in real life people to show up and support things that I'm doing.
0: Boy, it's been a, a lot. You get, a, you get easier, right you
2: know, With my Twitch family, uh, getting them to show up to things, you know, they come to the stream, they, you know, try to support in any way they can. They help push. Like even like people just don't understand how simple a retweet or a share could be, you know, and it's real easy and it's free. You don't even have to do anything extra. (laughs) You just hit one button, the little retweet button. You just hit that and you can continue life. But you've done so much much for me because you're helping push my content to someone who may not have otherwise seen it.
1: There it is. There it is right now. God, there it is. That's uh, like, like I tell people, a simple retweet, a simple repost, a, a something, 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 something so, right, a something so real, simple.
2: Support, support can be <laughs> support can come in so many different forms, and people think you have to be there all the time or be there the whole time or it, spend money. No, none of that is necessary. It's really little stuff that you can do to help push me to that next level. And if I had just one or two. People that would just retweet something, it could it could really tip the scales as to who you know shows up and supports my stream because they're like, oh oh, I saw this on this person's channel. I like this. Let me go check this out. You exactly. know what I'm saying?
1: And then sometimes it's even back go back to Miles college days. You know how we used to operate word of mouth. That's all it took. I saw right. if somebody was having a party and the party started at ten, and they just now I want to have a party. I'll kick back. Yeah. That rumor will go out at 7 o'clock in the morning. I say about 3 o'clock. Everybody and the teachers know, oh, you going to the kickback? <laughs> Wait, what? How you know? Don't worry right. about it. <laughs> That's all it takes. Word of mouth. Yeah. And before we end, because I think we at the hour mark of this awesome yeah. interview, man. So, awesome. And before before you know we go and everything, I got to ask this question. Are you ready for the question? Yeah, I'm ready. Kohlberg, would you like to play a game?
0: Hmm. I'm concerned. Yeah, I'll play. What's up? What you got for me? All
1: right. So, the games I'll play with the people. Wait a minute. Okay. I lied. Hold on. We got to talk about this because you made me mad. Cuphead. Why? Why Cuphead? Out of all things, Cuphead. Cuphead, man, I, I don't know.
2: Man. It, I know it's difficult, but I really, really enjoy the game. I really enjoy the game. The music is great. Yeah. The art is great. Yeah. I love that it was made by an independent studio, so not a lot of people were involved, so you could see the passion in the game. Mm-hmm. Do those bosses piss me off? Yes, they do. A lot. Why am I replaying this game? I really don't know.
1: More power but, to you. I would not do that shit. I would <laughs> never do that again. More power I, to you.
2: I don't know. I, I love coming. I do. It, I'm probably playing it tonight.
1: Honestly, <laughs> um, man, I'm not gonna watch that on your stream. I was like, nope, can't do it. I cannot <laughs> do you. it. And Trauma. This is really time. And then now they got a show coming out. I said, I'm gonna watch the show. And I'm gonna cuss every I'm one of them. <laughs> I, I know all the bosses gonna be there. I said, hey, oh, you it. a hoe? Oh, you a, right a bitch? <sighs> you said the dragon? Yes. No, no, no. Let's no. The dragon wasn't it for me. That motherfucking moon lady. Oh God, I hated her. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Bruh, I anyway. So let's go ahead and play these games before I get reheated again. But yeah <laughs> <laughs> So the games I play for the people with all the people I interviewed that's you know, very simple games. It's to have the people that's watching it to get involved as well. So <laughs> it's six games. Yeah, I had to make sure I got to six. So, uh, I, I'm gonna break down each game for you, and then once I break it down, it's up to you which game you want to play. Hmm, All right, right let's get it. Game number one is called hashtags. Now, in the game hashtags, I will show you a card, and on this card will have certain letters. Now, the card with the letters on it, it represents a catchphrase, a movie, a song. Yeah. That is said in our community to this day. There are categories in it. You got church. life, You got family and friends. um, Black Twitter, etc. Now, on that card, it's up to you to catch. It's up to you to tell me what's on that card. Now, in this, you have three questions. Also, three clues. Now, did I say three questions? You got three lifelines. What the, what am I talking about? But Three three <laughs> lifelines, three clues. Now, okay. in order for you to activate your lifeline, you have to say the magic anime word, which is Nani. Now, once you say Nani, I can be a lifeline, but on my end, I can only give you clues. I cannot give you the answer. But, if you pick somebody in the audience, they can give you the answer. And okay. it's up okay. to you it's up to you if you trust that person that answered the question. Hmm. Four cards. Yeah. All right. The next and the next game, that is hashtags. The next game is called questions. <laughs> can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Can, can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can. Okay. Now, I can. now, in the game, now, in questions, I will ask you four simple questions. If you cannot answer these questions. You got three lifelines. In order for you to activate the lifeline, you have to say nothing. I can be it, but I get clues or the people in the comments. That is questions. Game number three is called Riddle Me This. It's the same concept as questions. But instead of questions, I'm going to ask you four riddles. Three lifelines. Nothing to activate your lifeline. Game number four. It is called Name That Tune. Now, in Name That Tune, you got five categories. Once we get to category number three, that's when things become very interesting. In this, you're going to have three lifelines. And I could play the song for you as many times as you like. That is, Name That Tune. Game number four. Game number five. It's called... (laughs) Finish the tune where I can find any theme song from, from the nerd gaming world with lyrics in it, and you will have to finish the lyrics in that song. And game number six is called Can You Sing? Now, in Can You Sing, I will give you three. I will pick, I will get my dictionary. I will pick any word. I could say, um, Mary. And what song would you associate that with if I say Mary?
2: Uh,
1: okay. Can't think of one right now, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> so that is can so you? No, I'm not sing. playing that one. <laughs> <laughs> so that is can you sing now? Okay. What game would you like to play?
2: Mm, I think hashtag sounded the most interesting for me, so let's do that.
1: Somebody said you got to play. He got to play all these games. Yes. <laughs> oh uh uh-uh. uh. Baby, uh uh-uh. uh nuh Uh Carla, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanna go so you wanna go with hashtags? Yeah, I'm gonna go with hashtags. All right then, we're gonna go with hashtags. All right, let's go ahead and set everything up and get him ready for hashtags. catch him on Pokemon <laughs> alright got some good cards right here okay let me go ahead and shove them real quick alright Huh? <laughs> here we go <clears throat> card number one and people mm-hmm. in the comments you cannot help him if you put the answer before he answered it he would get this sound You lose, lose, and that's an automatic loss. I can't do that to my boy. You know he on here. He got to get to work like everybody else got to work. So let's be fair. Unless he says nothing and asks for a lifeline, that's the only time you can answer to the people and viewers in the comments. All right, are you ready for the first card? I'm ready. The category of this card is entitled "Family and Friends." That's the category: family and friends. The letters on his car are S O O G F B. Category:
2: family and friends.
1: Family and friends. <laughs> this card is funny as hell. <laughs> uh, hmm. Family and friends, and the letters are S O O G F B. Hmm. Nanny. Nanny. Okay. He said, "Nanny." So. Who would you like to use? The people in the comments or the Clue Master? I'm going to go with the Clue Master this time. All right. Clue. Clue number one. This was a phrase to remind you, you was a child.
2: Oh, stay out of grown folks' business. (laughs) 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 That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Alright, we off to a good start. <laughs> this is card number two. And it is entitled Black Twitter. Black right. Twitter is the title. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. The letters are WCTG, W-C-T-G. Entitled Black Twitter. Um, I'm sorry y'all I was be better at these. WCTG WCTG It is entitled Black Twitter <laughs> Shout out to the creators of this game Y'all are hilarious for this one How many lifelines I got? You You got two now. Two now. And how many questions I got? You got one. Now we got three. Well, after this, two more. Nani. Nani. right, Who do you want to use? You want to use the people in the comments? That was a good clue. That was a good clue. I got my
2: faith in you right now.
1: Okay. Clue number one. (laughs) Miles College. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Miles College. Miles College.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there are several phrases. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, How
0: many clues I got?
1: Just that one? Yeah. Hmm. You know, I'll be fair. If you need another clue, I'll give you another clue. Because I'm I need a nice one guy. More. I need one more. Okay. I need one more. <laughs> this surrounded Miles College. <laughs> uh. Uh. Miles College to cancel me for this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miles. I love y'all. Minutes away, Miles ahead. <laughs> right. Hmm. I know
2: what surrounded Miles College, but I'm trying to make these letters work for that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: Because Miles is surrounded by the projects, if y'all don't know that. Okay. Okay. I don't know, cuz. I don't know. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I believe you. Come on. You said it, but you didn't say it. Huh. WCTG. A ratchet female say this all the time, but she's from there. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. And the letters are W C T G. Right. I think our oh, chill might know the answers. <laughs> he might have. He, he said, "Bro, I think he might know it." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's escaping me. All, All right, right. chill. I'm gonna depend on you. What is the answer to this car? Help your boy out. What is the answer? You heard the clues. I feel like I'm gonna be mad. What is the answer? Chill. Give me the answer. <laughs> w C. D.G. <laughs> Ooh, child of oh, ghetto.
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> sure I first time you say that recently. Hey,
1: <laughs> I'm low key mad chill. Knew the damn answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, child of <the> ghetto. <laughs> all right, all right, congrats. All right, we we two we two and o, two and o. All right. Let's get a good, let's get card number three. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. All right. Are you ready for this one?
0: I think
1: so. <laughs> card number three in, is entitled Family and Friends. The card is entitled Family and Friends. Okay. The letters on this card are I B Y I T. W-A-I-T-Y-O God damn that's a lot of little stuff Oh shit Uh. Strawberry did I lie though Don't ratchet females say that shit all the time Did I lie? Did I lie though? (laughs) Hmm (laughs) I just read this. I just picked this card up and I'm weak. I, I never picked what this card before. What me? <laughs> yeah, I can see why. I, I bet
2: you, I believe you. <sighs>
0: mm.
1: Let me know if you need a clue or a hint.
2: So, yeah. Blue, what's up? Let me use my lifeline.
1: We're gonna talk to a Blue Introverted Ogre. What you got? All right, Blue Introverted Ogre, it's on you. What do you got for this? Yeah, ain't don't nobody said you was ratchet, Strawberry. We know you're not ratchet. I'm just saying ratchet for you. Let me say down it. Blue. Not you in particular. I like you. I got several friends. Blue, don't let me down. Okay, Blue, come on with it. What's what's the answer? Uh, he picked hey, Blue. Did. He picked you.
2: <laughs> you have been selected. Blue introverting ogre, you. Come on, Blue. You.
1: What's the answer?
2: What is it? Give it to me.
1: <laughs> I'm just cool. I'm just cool. I know you're you in
0: that.
2: Oh, I know it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I brought you into this world. I'm going to take you out, and I can take you out. <laughs>
1: He can. He can <laughs> What you say? Is it you just need a little bit more time. Yeah, I just need a little bit more. Thank you, Blue Ogre. You almost
2: you almost you were dead close. You were dead close.
1: All right. <laughs> Here go the last card. Are you ready for it? All right. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. The last card. It is entitled yeah. It is entitled Daily Fans. Daily saying. This is something people say on a daily break, on a daily basis. Are you ready for it? I am. Ish. The letters are D-B-P. D-B-P. D-B-P.
2: Don't be... Pity? What was that? Say it. Say Say again. Don't be petty. <laughs> don't be petty. Don't don't be petty. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was it. Hilarious. I like that. I like that.
1: Oh, man, bro. Thank you for coming on, man. How did you, you enjoy it? Was it was it cool? Was it straight?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was, I had a great time, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, man, no problem. So at this time, man, I'm going to let you pull up yourself. Let the good people know where they can find you at, and it's all on you. Go ahead and take it away. All
2: right, good people. I'm Colberg9. Uh, you can find me everywhere. Same name, Colberg9 on Twitch, Coburg 9 on Twitter, Coburg 9 on Instagram, TikTok, Hover, wherever you are, it's where I am. I would love to see you uh, if you want to come through. Currently, we are having the Bluey Academy Winter Festival this week uh, at 9, I think. We'll be having some Smash Bros. I may have to be a part of that. I don't know yet. I'll know in a few minutes. Uh, but Either way, either I'll be live with Smash or I'll be live with Cuphead. I would love to see everybody in here. Everybody in the chat right now come through to the stream. We may even do some Royal Rumble giveaways. Right you know you want to win some gold. I may give away some merch, too. I don't know yet, depending on how many of y'all come through. But we'll see when that time comes. But, yeah, come follow me. Come come kick it with us, man. Nick is good bet, so we'll be playing some cuphead then. Uh, probably around 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, if not 9.30ish, 10ish, one of those times. Just hang out. Follow me. You'll get a notification. Come through. I will load to at you.
1: Boom there it is and Everybody thank you for tuning in Y'all could have been anywhere else in the world But y'all was here with us tonight We really appreciate that Y'all go follow, follow my fellow Myerlin Member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated Y'all follow him show you some love Support him Go on his page Hey answer the Royal Rumble and we need some merch. And also, hey, yeah. I want to say thank y'all for the love of support. And, you know, Blurred Over, we're still, we still doing our charity giveaway. If you want to donate any money, if you want to even go to the wish list and to get some clean underwear for men and women here in Birmingham that are less fortunate than us, you always can. The link is in the bio, so please support. Let's give back to the community. Let's show the world that we are more than cosplayers and game streamers, and we do more for our people. And... At this time, do you want a little? Ah, baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 it's here from Blurred Over saying thank you for tuning in, thank you for showing us love. Y'all follow and support Colbert. And at this time, WTW, what's the word saying with me? Unity. What does that spell? Unity. This is how me Colbert and y'all go make it together. Y'all take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next time of being a blur interview and we out bye